But one thing I love about football, there's something ancient, there's something primal about two teams lining up on either side and fighting over this piece of land. Hey y'all, welcome back to Native Soil. This is episode 27, hard to believe, and we start a new series today and it is on coaches. We all need people to coach us through life. We talked about converts, you know, there's a little bit of coaching involved and getting somebody through that process. But if you think about our native soil, one, one of the biggest aspects of our culture is sports. And why is that? I, um, a lot of different theories, but I, I saw a great 30 for 30. There are these documentaries that ESPN does, and they did one on the Iron Bowl. And I thought it was really well done, but one thing they were saying about Alabama, they said, you know, we're kind, historically we're poor, we're agrarian, not a lot of respect from the rest of the country. But one thing we can do is get on the football, football field and whoop your butt. <laughs> you know, So they were saying this is – this is kind of part of like our our um, our genes. This is part of our soil. Is kind of country strong. You know, you you might not respect us in um, an intellectual sense. You might not respect us in the economy. But like, if you're gonna come on the football field, like we're gonna send you home with a loss. So um, so that's kind of part. That's a huge part of our our native soil. And so I think sports. It, it, you know, you know better than me. If, if, if you're listening to this, that sports is a big part of all of our lives. So we thought it would be neat to do a series on coaches. We've all been influenced by different coaches in our lives. And um, one thing I just wanted to say, uh, kind of an aside about football from the perspective of native soil, um, of, of why it's the best sport. And I know this is going to be controversial, okay, but I think – one thing we're trying to do in this podcast is to get people to have a sense of connectedness to the land in which they live and to have a sense of responsibility for it, a sense of pride, a sense of connectedness to it. We live so much of our life in this virtual space that many times we don't get rooted where we are. But one thing I love about football, there's something ancient, there's something primal about two teams lining up on either side and fighting over this piece of land. You know, a lot of times it's kind of our school versus your school or this town versus this town, but it's kind of like the pride, the hopes of that town against another one. And the pageantry, I mean, you've got like a marching band that's out there that's playing music and kind of getting everyone excited. There's dancing. Uh, I just don't know any other sport that brings that many people to a piece of land to uh, just see this, this kind of battle go down. So from the perspective of like native soil and the culture we're kind of trying to contribute to, football at the top. And I think there can be something good. We can go crazy about it, but I think uh, there's something good about feeling connected to where you are and feeling proud of that and, and wanting to be a part of it. And just to pull off even just a high school football game, we're talking about like 50 kids on a football team, cheerleaders, marching band, Stands. We're talking about like hundreds of people to really kind of pull this thing off. And I like the sense of it that it's like a lot of people coming together to um, show that you care about, you know, your native soil. So that's kind of an aside. But coming back to the whole idea of coaches, um, 
Growing up, I, I really enjoyed playing sports. Uh, played soccer a lot growing up. Played foot in high school. I played football. I wrestled, and I um, played more soccer. And college, I didn't go to college to do this, but I discovered rugby, which was a dream because it was like football, soccer, and wrestling all wrapped into one sport. And um, I grew up being a lineman in football, and so in rugby, you get to be a lineman, but you also get to run the ball, which is just like intoxicating. But I can say through all of those experiences, um, I was formed a lot by the coaches that were in my life. And a coach is a teacher, but I think many times uh, they also get a chance to be that mentor, that encourager, and to kind of walk with you through some different moments of your life. In our diocese, you know, there's a lot of different schools. There's three different Catholic high schools. There's 13 different Catholic elementary schools. And attached to all those is a lot of different sports teams with a lot of different coaches at a lot of different levels. So it's a big part of our native soil, uh, both in the Catholic Church and just in the southern half of Alabama. So I think it's worth talking to some people to see why did they get into coaching and what kind of impact can that have? What role do coaches play in building up the kingdom of God? I want to reflect just briefly um, on some of the coaches I had in high school football. You know, that's a long time ago now, but I can very vividly uh, remember them. And I just kind of wanted to give testimony to some of them just to kind of kind of give witness to the, the, the huge impact that coaches can, can make. First, I'll mention is my high school head good football coach, uh, Coach Robert Johnson. He actually uh, recently just became the head coach at Montgomery Academy. He came back to Montgomery. He was coaching in Tuscaloosa for a while. But I just remember him being a very disciplined man, a very fair man, a faithful man, and he gave you the chance to earn your spot. I honestly was not that great at football up until uh, for a while. I was kind of like the scout team hero. My Friday night was Tuesday night because you got to like play against the first team offense or first team defense. But I never forget uh, my junior year. I was having a good day in practice, and I remember you know I made a good block or something. I remember him saying, "Ingles, if you keep playing like that, you're going to be playing on Friday night." And it was just like electricity went through my body, you know, because this guy who I respected, this guy who was very fair, this guy who gave you a chance to kind of prove yourself. Uh, was kind of affirming you in that moment. And so that, you know, led to, you know, starting on Friday night, which was a really special thing as well. But I can to this day see the impact of, of seeing somebody and kind of wanting to emulate that sense of being fair, being methodical, being disciplined, giving people a fair shake. The defensive coordinator was a guy named Coach Carl Smeltzer. Um, for a lot of us, he was kind of like a dad. He was just really loving, super passionate, wouldn't let you get away with anything than 110%, and um, was somebody that just had that gift of being there for you. I remember um, he was also the head wrestling coach, and they started a wrestling program when I was in eighth grade, but he didn't really know a whole lot about wrestling, but somebody had to be the coach, so he volunteered to do it. <laughs> and He didn't know a, a whole lot of things to tell you when you're wrestling, but he could yell at you really loud and make you feel like you want to run through a wall, you know. So, um, but I do remember uh, 10th grade, you know, my parents went through a divorce, and I think my mom had called him or just to let him know. But I remember him taking me out of wrestling practice 
and just looking at me and all he had to say is he goes, I, he goes, I know I'm so sorry, you know? And I remember him giving me a big hug and just kind of sobbing in his arms, you know, and, um, it's a powerful moment as a coach, you know, coaches experience, I think a lot of those things in young people's lives because the, you're with each other a lot and you're striving for excellence and you're going through all different kind of things. And I know in my life he was he was very much a dad in that moment and 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 the years to come. And for me and a lot of people. Last person I'll mention is Coach Fred Draper. He uh, taught us as well. He was like a government economics teacher, but he was like everyone's granddad. And he was just your classic old Southern guy. And he would come up to you and say these like Southern expressions to you that you weren't sure exactly what they meant, but you really wanted to do them. And so you would come up to you and say, all right, boy, I want you to put a notch in that guy's gun. And you're like, I don't know what that means, but I'm definitely going to try to do it. You know, or you would, you would do something wrong. And he said, boy, that dog just don't hunt. And uh, you kind of could figure that one out a little more. But he was just a very um, kind of stern but loving presence, uh, both in the class and on the field. And for a lot of us, I think he was like our granddad. And uh, in fact, he looked a lot like my own granddad. And I remember when my when I graduated from high school, I, I took a picture with my granddad and Coach Draper, who was like my school granddad. And uh, as a picture I always cherished. And to show you the impact, I just got a call um, this past week from a guy who's a couple years older than me. We played football together. But he, he called me to, to let me know that Coach Draper has cancer. And, um, you know, maybe has six months or eight months to live. And, but it just impressed me like, wow, here we are. Like, I'm 36. This guy's 38. And after all these years, he still has that big of an impact on us. After all these years, we still feel his love and we still want to kind of keep in touch with him. So I think it, coaches can play a very powerful role in our lives. And I'm excited in this series for us to be able to share with some people in our area who have been in that space of coaching and have been a vessel for the love of Christ in different ways. So I just invite you to think about the coaches who have made uh, an impact on you, to pray for them, to thank God for them, maybe even to reach out to them and, and just tell them what they mean to you. And uh, maybe just be open to the, the witness of, of our people we're going to interview and see how more and more this role of coaching can be can be a role that really helps to form people for Christ, to build them up with virtue, and to make them kind of have that sense of being loved by the family of God. So let us close in prayer. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. I'm going to God bless you all listening, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless y'all. Look forward to seeing you right here on Native Soil.